For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before, and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and we are live. It is a Monday. Happy to be here. It's, uh, yeah, my camera looks a whole lot better. Um, I had to look. I had to go back to the. I had to go back to the old camera because that new camera wasn't doing it. Okay, so um, with that said, let me see. Turn this around. <laughs> Scoot over this way. Yeah, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Let me introduce the godfather of conservative radio, Mr. Hutch Baylor Jr. Hello there, everybody. Glad to be here. And just like Wayne, you probably have a box of 15 or so webcams since we've been doing this since the beginning <laughs> of webcams. <laughs> right next to the modems. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why that's funny. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Robinson from Muslim Soda. What's up, Jason? Hey, top of the morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Wayne, Wayne starts off talking webcams. This is going to be I, spicy. I was getting ready to buy another webcam because the one I bought, I didn't like. And I I got it on Friday. And for some reason, it just wouldn't focus. And I couldn't find the software for it. It just wouldn't focus. I'm like, man, I got to go back to that old. And I went on Amazon. I'm getting ready to buy. I said, wait a minute. I know I've got that. I know I got that old one from years ago. I'm looking around and I see, oh, there's one. Well, there's another. Well, there's another one. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that one. Oh, I mean, you got all, you got all the cables with the little pins in them, dude. Dude, I got, <laughs> I got three, three prong, two prong, one prong, male to female, female to male. Those ones that you used to have to screw in the in the uh, monitor. Yeah. Oh man, look, I look. I'm my own radio shack, man. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just a radio shack over here, because I, because for some reason there was like, 
and I don't feel like looking for it. I just buy, I mean, you know, the cables don't cost too much. I just go ahead and buy cables, you know. But either way, um, you know, we got a lot to talk about, short time to do it, you know, um, um, President Trump. But did you see the GOP Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia, Atlanta, the Atlanta GOP Republican dinner the other night? I don't think I saw the dinner. It was a it was a dinner on Friday night. I had never seen no Atlanta. I'd never seen so many people in a place. And they fed them all too. But um, you know what? I, I I might even have a video. Um I couldn't believe all those people and they were there to see Donald Trump. They didn't even, they didn't even um, get uh, Ron DeSantis. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit of Ron DeSantis in just a few minutes Why? because, um, well, you know, he put it, I, I know, I know he, well, he's on NBC now yeah. um, for some reason, uh, you know, he's decided to, Gotta watch that Georgia too. Georgia's up to some shenanigans. That GOP there. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Alabama. Alabama. That's what it was. It wasn't Atlanta. It was Alabama. Oh, the Alabama one was fire. The Alabama um, GOP dinner. Uh, if you have not seen the video on that, as a matter of fact, I'm matter of fact, I'm downloading it right now. Um, I. I, I've never seen a Republican dinner that way. Now, I, I know what we say about the GOP and RNC and stuff like that and the um, the state, the Alabama GOP unanimously is going to be supporting Donald Trump. Good. U- unanimously already. They already said it. But, and and I know how we feel about the establishment type of deal, but I was like, when I saw it, I was like, man, the, See, those Kibo elves that y'all keep talking about, they ain't got, I mean, seriously, they have got to get out. Are, those people that are attending the meeting are, or the dinner are paying to be there. The right. people yes. that I'm talking about are getting paid. That's the okay. GOP I don't like. The ones right. that well, get paid. They raised over a million dollars. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Alabama GOP dinner that Donald Trump spoke to on Friday. CPAC. Uh. <laughs> Our president, baby. Uh. And then uh, you see that. And then you president see Governor Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. 
It's sad to watch somebody explode their political career so dramatically. <laughs> and it didn't have to. It didn't have to go that way. No, right? it didn't. That dude did it to himself, man. I never want to see that guy in any office anywhere. I don't care. Me neither. Me neither. You want him in Florida? Keep him. I ain't coming down there anyway. Yeah. 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 I'm still yeah. half convinced that that they're intentionally running the campaign this poorly. Like it's not an accident. They're just. I'll tell you this Georgia thing. I was reading some stuff about this Georgia. Uh, that guy down there, that Kemp and that Raffensperger, whatever those people's names are, they're yeah. not our friends, folks. No, they're planning some some shenanigans, and you can see uh, the, the the people. They're they're almost starting to instead of uh, seeing the strings, you're starting to be able to see the hands of these people. You know the way Gavin Newsom and and DeSantis are, are like bantering back and forth about these debate rules and everything. It's going to be Georgia, folks. It's going to be in Georgia. Where's Sea Island is in Georgia. That's where they hatched DeSantis's campaign in Sea yep. Island, Georgia. All the money's down there. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. Sean Hannity will get up there and be pro DeSantis all day long. It's going to be good to watch as long now, as you um, know what you're watching. Speaking about. Um, Sean Hannity. You know, um, I don't know whether y'all heard the news, but uh, Ron DeSantis is, is it was supposed to be debating uh, Gavin Newsom out in California. Uh, Gavin Newsom just wants to debate. Now, I am not a Democrat, but I can call balls and strikes as balls and strikes. Gavin Newsom wants to debate, period. That's it. Get on stage, moderator, the other guy, let's debate. You can put it on TV if you want, but let's debate. Ron DeSantis came out there. Ron DeSantis' people came out there and said, well, we have a couple of stipulations. Let's do a two-minute video at the beginning. Before before the debate, yeah. Before the debate. No opening statements. No no opening statements. Just let's do a video. Video will probably be crafted by the GOP or the Florida GOP or something like that. But let's do a video. And then... Let's have an audience. Let's have, I mean, I need an audience. You know, we need an audience. So I was like, dude, if you didn't want to debate, don't debate. If you need help, go ahead. Don't talk to no video. Don't get smoked. Gavin Newsom yeah. is a really smooth talker and a really good debater. Dude. I mean, I could, Jay, I can see that one in my sleep. Oh, I for know. real. I can see, I mean, I can see that debate in my sleep. I can see Gavin just keeping it calm and um, you, um, 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 Ron just starting that fire, starting to get up and say, well, what are you talking about? Uh, you know, I mean, I can see it. I can see it. And, just, you know, um, we got a surprise for you. When is the debate? Uh, when is the GOP debate? I'd have to look it up. It's in August. August. Yeah. 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 This month. End of August. Yeah. Like 23rd or something. Yeah. Is it? Hang on, I'll have it in a sec. Yeah, because if so, I think we can give uh, a suggestion to one of our guests. August 23rd, baby. Yeah, okay. So day after tomorrow, you're going to be on the stage. We ha- we, ha- we have a chance to to affect the ch- <laughs> that, that debate. <laughs> Y'all might be saying, "What are y'all talking about?" In in the upcoming weeks, we'll let you know. Well, in, in the 
I mean, we, we we might keep it a surprise. We might, but uh, we might have a chance to make a great suggestion to one of the people that is supposed to be there. That's so making debates great again. Hey, hey, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, but you know, either way, uh, it's funny. All weekend long, you really don't see anything from the other candidates. Rebecca is the only one that I'm really seeing stuff and he's going everywhere. And, um, we tried to get him on here and, um, the, and the guy and, uh, the person who I've been talking to went quiet, went dark. Yeah. I'm calling him out. I'm calling him out because we've been here. Uh, you keep putting them we on all here, these other shows. We were here before Trump. Yeah. Yes. We, yeah, you you keep putting them on all these other shows, and you know you said that you went on vacation, and you know you apologize. I'm still here, and I still see him everywhere. So, you know, I mean, but then again, I'm not gonna beg. I ain't beg- I ain't begging no candidate to jump on this street except for one, and we and we got him. <laughs> we got him. So and, Mike Pence, we can't wait to have him. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but but it's funny. You don't hear nobody, nobody no. over the weekend. Nobody. Let's listen to this little analogy. It's real quick, and it's it's really about the debate between DeSantis and and uh, Newsom. But mm-hmm. you can apply this to Vivek and everything else too. The entire it, it, he says, quite frankly, all of this pretending is starting to become rather tiresome. The entire right side of the conservative political punditry are pretending they have no idea what's happening in the 2024 election, as if they're all still pretending Ron DeSantis was on a book tour. Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, Glenn Beck, National Review, Ben Shapiro, Dave Rubin, The Blaze, The Daily Wire, Town Hall, The Washington Free Beacon, Clay Travis, Western Journal, Newsmax, Buck Sexton, Legal Insurrection. Sorry if I offended you folks. The entire network of right-side alternative media, all of them, acting as ushers toward a grand pretending performance that is built around BS. And yeah. I believe that a hundred thousand percent. If you're yeah. not on the team for Trump, then just get out of the party. Yeah. yeah. Just go to the other side. You know, you're, you don't want to make America great again. If you're for any of these other people. Jay, Jay, that's how I felt in 2016. Um, when, when me, when uh, me and um, Hutch were doing this thing and you were, gathering yourself together uh and i'm not saying that to be funny but um it's like every time i looked at the ted cruz people and stuff i'm like y'all just i mean either you're trying to be vice president or you're just hanging on just to just to be there at the end but but your people his people were the seemed like they were the nastiest people yeah they and maybe they were following Glenn Beck at the time because Glenn Beck was leading well, that. He was horrible. He was. Well, and I that. think what's tough is you've got kind of like three things happening. Like Vivek, I like his campaign. I like his message. And he doesn't attack Trump. He's actually defended Trump. And I think he's hanging out in the race in case something happens with Trump to have an alternative. I think if you put him on the truth serum, he'd know like, yeah, I'm not going to win. But if Trump's out, like, who are we going to pick? You know, I think the Keebler elves, you know, the Christie's, the Pence, they're all just knuckleheads. They're just in there 
establishment people are giving him money and tell him to go take shots at Trump. You know, the, the really tragic one is Ron DeSantis because he took that big donor money and he's run one of the worst campaigns ever and it's dividing the party and it's such a waste of resources because we should be taking all that money. It should be flooding into the Trump campaign to get these lawsuits handled to, you know, to go attack Joe Biden. Or if he wants to run a, a campaign, don't run an anti-Trump campaign. I mean, that's the stupidest thing ever. Like you're you're ensuring you'll never win the general. It's like I say, I'm not convinced it's not on purpose. They're doing it this poorly. This here's guy's a, imploding. Here's a learning moment. The people that are running Ron DeSantis campaign are the ones that ran all the other campaigns that we've been involved in, except for Trump. Right. That's Carl Rove. That's this is this is the Republican establishment. That's how bad they are. They don't care about what they're doing. All they're out is for the money. Right. And it's a it's yeah. clear there. I mean, to me, it well, is and can it. you imagine if DeSantis just ran like a Vivek like campaign? Like, hey, President Trump's great. I think it's my time. Let's talk about what we're gonna do to move the country forward instead of attacking Trump all the time. I, I just don't I don't understand that logic from the DeSantis campaign. It, it's you know, I mean you you see like NFL teams make the Super Bowl and then just play it the stupidest way they could and get yeah, their yeah, ass kicked. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. that's what DeSantis is doing. So although he's got Bill yeah. Mitchell defending him. So and it's all it's all artificial with DeSantis. Just right. like it was not, Cruz was artificial at the end, but at the beginning, uh he was a, a viable candidate. But there comes a time, and, and this is toward Vivek. Maybe it's not yet, but there comes a time where you either help the team or you're on the other team. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sooner or later, um, you know, and and I guess somebody unearthed some things that he has said about Donald Trump and uh, like years ago, you know, and those things, those things will come out. Those things. I mean, you know, he's going to have to address those things. I don't know how many times that I've said that Ron DeSantis. uh while he was governor, or while he is governor, because he's still governor, poor sport, uh, he never really spoke to MAGA. I never really felt that he spoke to MAGA. He never, he, he, I don't even know if he used the word MAGA while he was governor. Uh, I don't know whether he used the word MAGA supporters, deplorables, or anything. To me, he never spoke to MAGA. Now, there were some people online that said, well, he doesn't need to come. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. The thing I mean, that hurt me about him was I was expecting him before the Mar-a-Lago thing happened, before the raid on Mar-a-Lago where DeSantis went underground. Before that, I was thinking, man, this is great. We got a good ally in Florida's governor. I thought he was on our side, you know, like was on Trump's side after he just got elected by with his help. And it just, uh, I hate that stuff. That's what I hate about politicians. You look at what Asa Hutchinson saying about Trump, you know, what, what all Chris Christie, uh, they're all, they're, they're talking so stupid, blaming Trump for all the COVID deaths and everything. It's like, well, what you, you weren't here this last three years. That's right. That's nothing. Um, Jay that, uh, um, that understands did over the weekend. He basically, he, I mean, now he's coming out and he's blaming, either he's blaming Donald Trump for it, or he's saying that Donald Trump lost. And um, when I hear stuff like that, because I've seen that type of attitude before, I've seen it with McConnell, I've seen it with McCarthy, 
and I've seen it with a few other of the people in DC. And then that's when my head is like, okay, they know something. And that's the only reason why they're doing saying something because they know something. Um, this morning, uh, on well, one of um, one of uh, his um, donors, one of um, one of the uh, Santa's don't the mega donor, the one that's given mo- more money than anybody, came out and said, "Bro, you need to come, you need to come back to the middle a little bit because you ain't gonna get elected going way way far and leaving Trump supporters um 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 behind." Leaving independence behind, leaving minorities behind. You just doing stuff. Because, I mean, just like the popularity type stuff and everything. You just doing that. But like I said, while he was in office, while he's still in office again, I never really saw him speak about MAGA stuff, about Trump stuff, about really anything um, except, like I said, the popular uh, topics. To keep his name out there. So when I saw this this morning, he did not clearly answer that question. And if you can't give a yes or no on whether or not Trump lost, then how? Well, can of course, no. Of, of course, he lost. Uh, Trump lost the 2020 uh, election. Of course, okay. uh, Joe Biden's the president. But the issue is, I think what what people in the media and elsewhere they want to act like somehow this was just like the perfect election. Governor. De- the the thing about that right there. Is that for the last? First of all, he started late. Everybody knows he started his campaign late. That was his fault. Okay. Then he had to reset. He cut his people. Had to reset. Jason Miller last night, I, and I, I, I said I don't know if I can report this or not because it didn't sound right. But Jason um, tweeted, DeSantis has twenty-two donors in Iowa." That's it. Seriously. And only 28 donors in New Hampshire. There's your perfect dichotomy of what the establishment Republican is. Right. You got 22 billionaires and the whole rest of the state doesn't want any part to do with it. And they're going to try to push them through anyway. It's what they do all the time. Yeah. I'm tired of it. And then, you know, he gets on air. Go ahead, Jason. I I was going to say it's. It, we've seen this show before the big money. I mean, pre Trump, we didn't know necessarily what was happening, but it's all the big money donors say, okay, who can we corrupt? You know, I think there was a point DeSantis was a pretty decent guy, to be honest. I mean, I, I think, you know, he served in the house. Before he became governor. Yeah. Well, before he became governor, period. Because once he became governor, he started smelling his pee. You know how we're growing right. up and your parents start saying, oh, you want to talk back? You smelling your pee now. You know, kind of like that. That's the sanctus. He starts smelling well, And I pee. think, too, like his first term, pretty good. You know, he had a pretty good run in the house. He didn't do anything spectacular. And then you can see right at the end of that first term when the big money started hitting, how his policy started changing. And, and I always mm-hmm. hearken back to that Disney thing. You know, he challenged Disney, which I think was good. They actually passed a law to do away with the Reedy Park District. It was passed. It was signed. And then the big money donors come in. All of a sudden, eight months later, they're passing a new law 
that creates five board spots for big money donors and he fills it with all his big money donors. We've seen this from the Republican Party our whole life. And Ron's just no Ron's Romney. He's McCain. He's a lot. You know, he's the Bushes. He's just one in the long line. Look what he did when we needed Republicans the most. He joined all those people and, and got out of Congress. Yep. 40 of them. He was one of them. He was right. one of them. And I had I had the biggest issue because just just like I felt, just like I felt that there was something wrong before the 2020 election when I start seeing uh, the mail-in ballots like a pinball machine going up and up and up. Ding, 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 and ding, ding. nobody was saying anything, but I was like, how the 75 million people voted already for the mail-in ballot? That, that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it's like, and then the day before the election or a few hours before the election, it it had almost matched the output of the 2016 election. Just the mail-in ballot by itself. It all it basically just matched the, now, the, think, the think of those numbers and then think of me. Mm-hmm. All those ballots are in. All those mail-in ballots you're talking about are in. Yep. Election night, I'm going to sleep. We're up 790,000 votes. And they made the, they made up another million votes. Right. In the next three days. Yeah. And you're oh, telling oh, me oh, this wasn't Oh, right. you remember this? You remember this? Uh, reports are we might not know who yeah. won the election until, until Friday. Yeah, yeah right. for, for, yeah, Monday to Friday. Criminal, but 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 they called it before new um, before midnight at one o'clock. Biden has won the election. Wait a minute, y'all said all week. Why are y'all calling it right now? Oh, if Donald Trump was winning at midnight, then it would have lasted for a week. But Biden went, Oh, oh, it's okay to call it now. Okay, okay, I got it. After got they it. had closed the polls for hours. I got it. I got well, and here's what's ridiculous, too, is anybody can look at the results and say there were more statistical anomalies uh, in that election than we've seen in our lifetimes. And we, if you really want half the people to believe these results, the government has a duty to go investigate. Like, let's actually go look at this. Let's dig into it. Let's figure out what happened. But they immediately declared safest and most secure ever. Everybody's looking at it like, what about all this weird stuff? Can you at least explain how any of this happened? No, 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 no. You don't understand. You're a conspiracy theorist. We're, we told you it was the safest and most secure ever. Why, why are you asking any questions? And you'll never convince. I, I've said all along it's going to be 20, 30, 40 years from now. And we'll be old men sitting in the rocking chair. And all of a sudden there'll be some release about, you know, what really happened. Just, you know, you know, there's a, there's some stuff. I read two different articles this morning about that. And, and they say that there's a lady called Dr. Jan Halper Hayes and she's in the UK. And she's part of the Republican party in the UK, like American Republicans. She runs some group over there, but she worked for space force. Yeah. I before, saw before the election, the 2020 election. And she said, space force has everything. They know they know the real vote count at Space Force. And she said her theory is that President Trump knew he couldn't just dump all the evidence right away. He said there'd have been a civil war. So he's held it all this time. And I don't know if this is true. She sounds right. And he retweeted it on True Social. Yep. Hmm. 
you know, so he could be letting us. I, I was thinking about this. They might have made a big mistake with this trial because well, of yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. That's what I heard, too. Uh, well, now, oh, oh, oh. And by the way, Bill Barr is testifying. Yeah. Good. Bill Barr. He's, Bill part, Barr, of he's part of it. And, and when they ask him a question, have you spoken to? Oh, I can't say anything about that. But you know, every, every one of those things, every one of those impeachments and DOJ things was to stop Donald Trump from releasing information. It's an ongoing investigation of Bill Barr, Comer, all of them. From day one of his administration, they hamstrung him with that DOJ stuff about there's an ongoing investigation. That's why they made so many different cases. That's the only reason those are for is to keep the information from coming out. You notice well, Durham didn't investigate anybody in the government. Well, and Hutches, yeah, Hutch yeah. hit the nail on the head. This latest charge last week. The whole case is predicated on did Trump believe the election was stolen or not? Yeah, indeed. And, and if Trump legitimately believed the election was stolen, he has his opportunity to show in court why. And then if it's compelling enough, then he like the, the trial's over, you know, it, because his actions are justified, predicated, even with how stupid the charges are, how they're written. If he like legitimately thought the election was stolen, like good luck, before, you know. Before we go to break, I want to get back to this uh, real quick. The I mean, if if DeSantis was a serious candidate against Donald Trump, he would have been able to eat into Donald Trump's lead and also supporters. He would have been able to at least talk to the supporters and kind of gain some. Now, excuse me. I'm not saying it would have worked because Donald Trump supporters are sunk in like an Alabama tick. Be serious. They, I mean, um, <laughs> the love and 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 witchcraft. I'm only kidding. That he put on in 2016, they ain't gone nowhere. They, I mean, the well for the people that really, truly wanted him to fix the country. I'm not talking about these people that tapered off to go at, I mean, who's next? The Sanders, yeah, the Sanders, finally, I ain't talking about them. I'm talking about the real ones. But he, has, he, he can't, he can't, there's nothing right now that he's going to do to get Trump support from Trump supporters. He's almost like CNN to Trump supporters. To real Trump supporters. They're alienating right. everything in government. Okay. Every, Trump's, I mean, we're voting for ourselves, Right. You know, the, the government it, with the Santas and all the Republican morons running against them, saying, taking pot shots and saying populism is terrible. That's a communist uh, manifesto right. thing, by the way. Uh, they're saying all that. And everybody's like turning against the government. You know, right now you're seeing a phenomenon right now. And this is part of that article I read, too. Trump said that people have to see it for themselves yep. before we can clean this. And you look, and there's never Trumpers out there that are like, damn, I got this wrong, man. They're, yeah, they yeah, yeah, going, yeah. They yeah. keep going after this guy, and he's not even in office anymore. What's going on here? The normies yeah. are waking up, too. Yeah. They're like, That's what I'm why are we not about? investigating the current president? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's a lot of stuff there. 
Yeah. Why are they worried about this other guy that they're saying has no chance at winning? And- Who's never done anything wrong. Right. You know, it's like, come on. We're, we're going to talk more about this um, after our special guest, um, Ayla, uh, from the new federal state of China. She's going to be joining us right after the show. Two Navy federal officers arrested for handing over, slipping some secretive documents to the CCP out there in California. We're going to be talking about that with our sister from the um, NFSC when we come back. Hutch Bailey Jr., Jason Robinson, Wayne Dupree here on the Wayne Dupree Podcast, broadcasted on Red Voice Media Network. We'll be right when back. When I met my yes, husband, we Chuck, he was famous for doing things like this. Now he's in his 80s, and he's still doing this for fun. And since we live on a ranch, he's up at sunrise doing things like this. Isn't that right, honey? That's right. He's stronger, can work out longer, keeps up on his ranch chores, and has plenty of energy left over for his grandkids. I've made just one change. I still feel like I'm in my 50s. I've started doing this too, and I've never felt better. I feel 10 years younger, and my body looks leaner, and I have energy all day. Chuck made a video that explains everything. Watch it. It'll change the way you think about your health. Watch this video. Watch the video. You won't believe how simple it is. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Thanks all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wayne Dupree Podcast. Jason Robinson, Hutch Baylor Jr., Wayne Dupree, along with our sister Ayla Wang from the new federal state of China. What's up, sis? What's going on? 
Hi, Wayne. Hi, Hutch. Hi, Jason. Thank you for having me today. And, and hello to all the audiences for the Windu pre broadcast. Why is it that every time that we let you go, something happens that we have to wait until Monday to talk to you? Uh, I mean, this, this, uh, this, these two Navy federal officers and whatnot, they've been arrested and charged, but um, they were slipping some information to the Chinese, uh, to the uh, CCP. And I'm like, if there was ever a moment, like, my friends, if there was ever a moment that you needed to know about the new federal state of China, it's now we've been telling you that they infiltrated our government, that they infiltrated our schools, that they infiltrated our um, uh, 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 um, entertainment, they're, in, they're buying up land, um, stores, they're, uh, they're putting all this money. And then last week, I think we talked about um, the 17, well, I know we talked about the $17 million that they put into the school system now for these new schools. And now, is, what what is up with Papa Xi? What's going on? I mean, this this dude just spread money around like, 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 like he's just printing it. But I know he has it, though. I mean, you know, I, his money fake. What, what the heck, Ayla? Right, Wayne, and especially with, you know, the two Navy um, members who was arrested four days ago, right, for their activities and transmitting information um, off the U.S. Naval to the Chinese Communist Party. I think it's very worth noticing for all of the United States citizens, um, you know, the, the, the CCP's military threats is not near an island in Alaska, right? It has already been going into your U.S. Naval bases, and the two members, according to their indictments, um, has received bribes from the Chinese Communist Party in exchange to, um, you know, provide sensitive information, including critical technologies, mm -hmm. non-controlled, uh, non-public controlled operation plans of a large-scale U.S. military exercise in the Indo-Pacific region, including specific timings, locations of maritime operations. And, and logistic supports, right? And I, I think that, you know, the, the level and the extent of the Chinese Communist Party's intelligence activities has been has been outrageous for everybody who lived in this country and, and had the intention to protect this country. And one need to ask, right, to what extent that the Chinese Communist Party had been already infiltrated in this country into the United States and into the military, I think that these are, you know, questions that needs to be answered. And these are there are lots of investigations beyond these two naval federal officers needs right. to you know, go to testify and, and reveal their ties with the CCP. You know, the the one guy, uh, Jin Shao Hui, is a enlisted man. He's an he's a E1 to E5. He, he's pretty low on the totem pole. Uh, but but when Hang Zhao is a petty officer, he's a non-commissioned officer. So as this goes higher, these people have more and more uh, security clearances and things like that normally. Uh, but, you know, you said about Alaska, you know, there's a flotilla that's approaching Alaska right now. A joint, a joint, I almost said Soviet, a joint Russian Chinese uh, fleet that's, that's sailing for there right now. And it's, uh, these things are getting pretty critical. And, and I think, it's by design. I think we're on we're on afterburners right now because of the Biden administration. The, um, I, I wanted to ask you something. It's a little off topic, so I'll just let you continue about 
uh, this incident and any other information you have for our listeners and, and viewers about this? Do you think this is going to grow or it's just these two? Uh, or your, your thoughts on the whole situation, Adla? Thank you, Hutch. Well, I, I think that there are more intelligence activities that needs to be revealed within this country, right? The two naval officers are just the perfect example of how much that the Chinese Communist Party wanted to obtain, uh, you know, these information in time and wanted to understand that the operation plans of the U.S. military. And I think in terms of the joint, you know, effort led by the Chinese Communist Party and Russia uh, with an island near, uh, near Alaska, I, I think this is not the first time that the CCP, uh, you know, tried to collaborate with Russia uh, in threatening the United States. And, and, and in fact, that the spokesperson uh, delivered comments in Washington of the Chinese Communist Party uh, saying that, you know, these was just a normal military practice at, of a joint effort between China and Russia. And this has nothing to do with the current situation or regional, uh, you know, conflicts with the United States. Uh, this is not the first time that the Chinese Communist Party had lied you know, in front of the international world, right? Uh, that by, by you know, sending uh, intelligence people approaching the federal naval officers is one example of how much that the Chinese Communist Party wanted to destroy the United States. You know, it's, it's interesting when I first saw the story and it was the naval officers, the first spot I went to was Taiwan. Because as you look at China, we're all waiting for the whatever's going to happen to happen you know we've committed so much resources but our navy situation our navy superiority to china and russia seems pretty critical for any attack on taiwan so how do you think how do you think this gathering of information kind of ties to a potential attack on taiwan well, I think that you were absolutely right, Jason. Uh, you know, one of the point was the the information that were sent to the Chinese Communist Party was, you know, around um, a military, a, a large scale U.S. military exercise near the Indo-Pacific area, right? And this is one of the areas that the Chinese Communist Party paid most attention to in the, in the past years, including, you know, specific timings, uh, locations of their operations uh, and, and of the U.S. naval movements. Uh, including the logistics support as well. So I think that, you know, just based on the two people who provided information to the CCP that the Chinese Communist Party had already obtained a large extent of the information or, or the U.S.'s intentions uh, in these military practices. With these, with these two individuals, did I hear you say that um, there's a strong possibility that there could be more um, within the Navy side. And my second question was, I saw that there was a buildup out, uh, up by Alaska with the Russian and um, Chinese uh, arm, um, military up there. I, it, it, it just seems like to me that over the past few weeks, um, they've been like poking. It's like they're just poking at the bot just, just to see how far they can get. It's like one day they're gonna get this far and nothing happened. Okay, well, let's take another couple inches tomorrow. Well, let's just take another couple inches tomorrow. And this outside of Alaska, I, I mean I, I now I know Donald Trump wouldn't have allowed that. I mean, he would have probably sent something up. Well, actually, he probably wouldn't have did it in the first place, but I know that he wouldn't have allowed them to get close to Alaska. 
What do you see coming from this? Right, Wayne. I think that, you know, every move that from the Chinese Communist Party was intentionally and, and right. by design in, in the past years. Right. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely believe that there are more intelligence activities beyond these two naval officers that were infiltrating the United States and threatening the U.S. national securities every single day. Uh, noticing that in the indictment, um, Zhao, you know, who was uh, admitted that he was first provided the information to uh, a maritime economic researcher who proved to be an intelligence officer for the Chinese Communist Party, uh, right? So that there are there are layers of, of CCP's intelligence agents in in this country, and I think that that is something that we need to we need to you know pay pay further attention, thinking about that we've discussed about, you know, the CCP Southern Talents Program and its infiltration into the United States. One of the agents, you know, in South's case, in, in these indictments were proved to be, you know, a, a maritime economic researcher and, and doing intelligence activities for the communist China. I love, uh, just to change the subject a little bit, on, on Thursday, we had Roy in here and Roy uh, we showed some videos of the flooding in Beijing that was just devastating video. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. And uh, I came across something. I, I wonder if you heard of this. Reports and videos smuggled out of heavily flooded areas in Hebei, northeast China, this week indicate that villagers have spent much of their week defending their homes from Communist Party officials trying to flood them to redirect water away from Beijing and Xi Jinping's pet project, the planned future metropolis of Xiongan. Uh, I probably murdered those words pronunciation wise, but uh, I, I just, is that, is that word get, I mean, these people are physically fighting against the Chinese communists. I mean, bravo. Have you heard anything about that? Thank you, Hutch, for mentioning that, uh, and, and thank you for you know everyone who are overseas and, and paying attention and caring about uh, you know things that that the floods uh, you know taking place in Beijing and Hebei and in many other close by provinces and cities in China. Uh, well, I think that there are lots of people, lots of freedom loving Chinese people who are fighting against the Chinese Communist Party in their own ways, even though you know they were physically in mainland. That they've come out you know a smart way, and then they've come out the courage. Uh, to speak against the Chinese Communist Party. There are lots of videos showing that, you know, the local uh, Chinese people who were challenging the police, uh, saying that, please tell us, you know, why would the flood coming over here? And why were you coming here to tell people to take off the camera first without saying anything, right? And, and, and for every summer, that there are always floods in, in China and, and there are always villages that were namely as silenced villages after the, the disaster. The Chinese Communist Party's only concern was to ask people to not to film, not to go on to broadcast, not to speak about the numbers of the people who have lost their lives, um, you know, in, in this floods. And, and, and in fact, that on the other side, they were asking, you know, the society to donate money to, for the rescue missions. And, and in fact, that these monies was taken, you know, by the Chinese Communist Party, uh, ultimately. So so I think that, you know, for everybody who were caring about, you know, lives, who are caring about 
freedom, thinking about the suffering that the Chinese Communist Party had made to its own citizens. If you were live in China, right, if the flood came over, the first thing that the police came over to you was to, was to take away your phones, was to take away your communications, stop the electricity and stop providing the food for you. This is how the CCP treats humankind. It's not only Chinese people. Mm. Mm. That's insane. And can I just say, like, prayers out to all our, our friends and family over in China. Like, we showed a mm. lot of the videos. And it's remarkable how much they're suppressing them because you can't see it online. But it's just what's happening over there is devastating. You know, changing gears a little bit kind of tapping into a story from last week, and you may or may not have heard anything on it. There was this Chinese bio lab in San Francisco, and they were making pregnancy tests, and we kind of talked a little bit about it last week, and it just immediately disappeared from the news. And, and to me, it struck me that it should have been really front page news, and this was a big thing. And ha have you guys found anything out more on that? Oh, and, and thank you, Jason, for mentioning that, right? I think the CCP has many, many biological related labs, not just in California, but all over right. the world, and especially in, in mainland China, right? Um, you know, the, the investigation has been silenced after lots of the media started to uh, report its activities or, or its Ill illegal, uh, you know, tests uh, against, you know, the animals and, and the pregnancy tests and COVID test kits that has been found in the, in the channel. Uh, in the CCP lab in California. I think that we must spend more efforts in, in, in following, you know, who started to fund these companies and, right. and who's, who, 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 you know, who started to build and, and made effort in constructing uh, these labs in, in California. So I, I think these are all great questions to ask and, and we must follow, you know, the lab and, and follow these investigations because, you know, if, if one lab can disappear from the public field, then who will be giving you answers for another lab? There are multiple labs in the world that has not been revealed yet. Uh, but we right. knew that the Chinese Communist Party had made much efforts in biological weapon related activities and including, you know, the fentanyl things that we see and, and, and you know, how much it was threatening the United States. How large, how large is the NFC? Um, does it, does it touch almost every continent in the, um, in the world? Is it, um, is it growing to reach every continent in the world? Uh, or is it a, and, and, and I'm not asking for any super numbers because I really don't want to give anybody an advantage or disadvantage over you or whatnot. But um, there, I guess, I guess the reason why I'm asking is because I know we were told that if we decouple from China, if the United States decouple from China, then the new federal state of China could take down the CCP. Uh, and that's that's something that I had been wondering about. It's like, you know, how you're not asking for weapons, you're not asking for uh any type of monies or anything from anybody, you just say, look, just cut the court. Just cut the court. We'll take care of it from there. Uh, are y'all built to do that? You think? And again, if you, if you can't answer that, I understand, you know, cause you know, you, you don't want your enemies to know everything, but because I know there's some people from the CCP watching it. 
And I really don't give a damn if y'all are watching because we're going to keep uh, talking about this. But my question to you is that. Thank you, Wayne. Well, I, I think the new federal state of China has nearly 30 chapters all over the globe, almost reaching every continent in this world. Um, and and this, is, this is a, a growing community, meaning that we're not expanding you know, our invitation or our members uh, limited to Chinese people. Uh, we're also accepting you know, friends from all the Western societies from different culture backgrounds. And I think this is one of the, you know, the largest community that the Chinese people had ever had in speaking against the Chinese Chinese Communist Party and with a pure mission to take down the communist regime in China. Uh, and going back to your question of decoupling, uh, you, you know, the United States effort of decoupling from the Communist Party. Uh, well, I, I think that the new federal state of China's mission was very simple. No matter the United States government, you know, made a decision to decouple from the CCP or not, our mission would be continuing and, and the efforts will never be, you know, be paused. Uh, you know, our only intention of doing these broadcasts, speaking out every day, which was wanted to make sure that more people uh, can have the same level of knowledge of us and understanding the evil and darkness of the Chinese Communist Party so that, that they have, you know, a, a, a fresh understanding of Chinese people. We're no longer, you know, the people who are suppressed by the CCP. Nowadays, that the Chinese people and many more freedom-loving Chinese people are willing to stand in front of the camera and openly demanding uh, you know, to correct, uh, you know, the mistakes of the Chinese Communist Party and, and to and to speak against the CCP. So I, I think that, that there are multiple missions uh, for the new federal state of China's people. And we really appreciate the every opportunity that we have, um, you know, to sit in front of camera, speak freely against the Chinese Communist Party. And we really appreciate every ties and friendships that we have built and made in the past years. Yeah. I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask about this. Um, and I know you guys specifically do not get political as far as right or left. I don't have that luxury to be able to do that. I have to do that. And right now what we have a situation, we get new viewers all the time. Uh, we have a situation where your founder and leader, Miles Guo, has been incarcerated by the Biden administration. Notice he wasn't during the Trump administration, but that being right. said, he's in prison right now with no bail, uh, locked up by our government. So the tentacles of the Chinese Communist Party are pretty easy uh, to see they've reached the top. And, and I just wondered, I, I'd like to, do you have any updates on Miles's health or his well-being or anything like that? Thank you, Hutch, for mentioning that, you know, for, for every supporter and every friends of the new federal state of China, we always miss, miss Mr. Miles Guo every day. Uh, well, I, I wanted to point out one thing, right, uh, with about the, uh, the the prosecution that took took place on Mr. Miles, it wasn't just this year or it wasn't just within this government, right? The investigation and the efforts coming from the Chinese Communist Party to destroy Mr. Miles was long ago, it was ongoing and, 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 and it takes 
take place a long time ago. You know, thinking about the efforts uh, and, and the lobbying efforts that the Chinese Communist Party had made in the past years to ask the president to deport Mr. Mao uh, to the United States, right? So I, I think there are, there are multiple attempts that launched by the Chinese Communist Party and target directly on uh, Mr. Mao's health, uh, Mr. Mao's safety, and, and its visa problems uh, here in the United States. So um, uh, he was doing okay in the jail, and 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 his lawyers team are working really on his case. Um, I believe that there will be more efforts and there will be more reports in the coming weeks. Um, as we have been aware, you know, the bail wasn't satisfied, but we always believe that, you know, that Mr. Mouse had confidence in getting himself out from the jail. And, and Mr. Mouse always had confidence in, in this, you know, justice power within the United States, because this is the, the only country that yeah. has the freedom, you know, uh, of, uh, of liberty statues. And, and this is why that he prays uh, for the freedom every day. And he promises uh, the new federal state of China and the world to bring back the democracy and freedom in 2025 to China. So we always keep that promise and we fight every single day to make sure the promise can be delivered. Uh, that's that's awesome. And I got to say, we've had you on the show now for several weeks. It's great to, to have you on and you, you do a great job communicating the new federal state of China. We'd love having them on there. Uh, it it really helps Americans understand that there's difference between Chinese and the CCP. And I think the more we can, in addition to exposing the corruption, all that, the more we can just really drill home that the average Chinese citizen, very similar to us. And they just want the same things we do. They want to raise their family and and all that. So, uh, so I'd encourage people to go back and look at some of the previous episodes we've done with yourself and Nicole and Roy from from the new federal state of China. It's really enlightening. Uh, but as we wrap up the week, uh, why don't you drop? How can people find out more about you guys? Where can they go? And is there anything on tap people should be looking out for this week? Thank you, Jason. Uh, well, I think the new federal state of China appreciates the opportunity that you know we had and we have built with all the Westerner friends. Uh, and, and I think that in the coming weeks that people should pay more attention on the fentanyl threats to the United States. I think that you know bipartisan lawmakers have been saying that they need to push on more uh, you know stronger act actions against the fentanyl threats in, into the United States. And the other thing that you know for people who are familiar with technology. Or blockchain, I think people need to pay more attention on Huobi's activities or its news. There, there have been reportings saying that Huobi's leadership was arrested in China, and, and Mr. Miles had warned the world back in 2017 uh, that Huobi was established by CCP's in intelligence offices and national security offices. So I, I think you know these both of them are, are huge news to this country, and we should definitely follow these rules and, 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 and pay more attention on this. Excellent. Ayla, um, uh, I guess, I guess my last words were, I, I look on the NFSC like I do as MAGA because your leader is being jailed, jailed right now without bail. Uh, <laughs> they dare not do that to Donald Trump, but they probably would do it if they knew that they could get away with it. Um, but they're trying, to, I mean, but the way that they have torn down Mr. Miles, uh, they, I guess they thought that y'all were just going to wilt and die and go away. And, you know, that's, 
uh, I think I speak for the guys here. We admire the strength of what he created because it shows that, uh, that his message or that his idea is continues to grow and is only getting stronger. And I think same thing is with Donald Trump, especially along with his supporters. You can go after him. You can tag him. You can label him however you want to, but the supporters are going to grow because they see the injustice that is happening to, uh, to uh, Donald Trump. Is, uh, is Mr. Miles Guo's support growing uh, outside of uh, the NFC NFSC, is that growing to bring more members to your group too? Absolutely, Wayne. And in fact, that the NFSC received lots of support even after March 15th within the Chinese Communist Party, because ultimately the Chinese people knows, you know, that there has been no other ways for Chinese people to survive. There's only NFSC if you want to take down the Chinese Communist Party. Okay. Well, with that said, I must let you go, but I will. I, well, we, we look forward to um, seeing you again next week. And stay safe. Let us know if you need anything. And we're praying for you. We definitely are praying for you. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Hutch. Thank you, Jason. Always a great pleasure to be on your program. Thank you. Great job. See you, see you next week. And gentlemen, when we come back, more from the Wayne Dupree podcast on Red Voice Media Network. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks
<laughs> there we are. I was going to say our IT guys. I was, was going to be IT like, guy okay. up late last night. Like yeah, Steve Bennett. Come on, Denver. What are you doing, Denver? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I was, I was, um, I was talking to the NFSC. I wanted to see something. Uh, so check check out check y'all's message NFSC. Listen, um, Dana Bash, Dana, I I told you Dana Bash uh, was asking a question: How is it that we're giving y'all all this information and Trump's support keeps growing and growing and growing? I'm like, you still don't understand that yet, or is that you don't want to understand it? They okay. desperately want this to be the way it was in 2014. Hard, don't they? They want to go back to don't the they? freaking balloons and the ballrooms and the, you know, it's over, folks. It's over. We, they, man, they want us to follow what they say. Listen to who they want. I mean, uh, well, this go easy is on Mitch McConnell, Wayne. Go easy yeah, on yeah. Mitch. Yeah, just did you well, see he got he got booed this weekend in Kentucky. Yeah. Oh God, he got savaged. Well, and to that point, and I'm sharing Kevin's uh, message. Kevin, thanks for listening. DeSantis is better than Pence, and there's just a typo. The thing is, we don't want either of them. Like we deserve better than either of those candidates, and we have been abused wives for so long that they keep giving us these folks that are not going to go out and do things that we want them to do. We want the border closed. We want the budget balanced. We like that. None of the, we want wars to stop and none of the, we deserve better. Donald Trump showed us we deserve better and we're going to get it. I, I, I would urge you to do an exercise, uh, Kevin and any of the rest of you out there. Uh, that that are doubting are doubting the facts that we're bringing about the professional RNC GOP world. Right. Think back to the last four or five elections, depending on your age, presidential elections, and the primaries leading up to them. Specifically, the Republican primaries leading up to the elections. Did you ever? Did your guy ever win? Because mine never did. Never. They lost yeah. a close rate hush, but next time yeah. we're going to rally. All you got to do is send us more money. That's we right. will rally the troops, and we, next time oh, we're going to get they, Look who they gave us, Bob Dole. Bob yeah, Dole, McCain, Romney, Bush. Come on, nobody even ever heard of George W. Bush mm -hmm. before that primary. Right? Yeah, well, no, he was a drunk, wasn't he? I guess, but, I mean, nobody <laughs> knew of him as a politician. At no, least no, I no. did. No, At least wasn't. I didn't. I didn't. He wasn't. He was a bad he baseball wasn't. executive. Rick he ran Rush, the yeah. Rangers poorly. Rush, hey, came, Rush Limbaugh came out pushing the guy, and I'm like, wait a minute, man. What are you talking? Who is this guy? Well, and it's George W. He didn't push him, but he introduced him to everybody. He said, yeah, this guy's got a good chance. George W. Bush. Well, it, it even goes down further than that. Like, look at the last speakers we've had. We had Paul Ryan, who obstructed oh. anything Trump wanted to do. Now we've got Kevin McCarthy. You know, we're seven, eight months in. I, I think. They, what do they do? They put in a, a freaking pedophile, a homosexual <laughs> pedophile, Haster. Remember him? Right. Yeah. 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 And, and tried to and, hang him around Jim Jordan's neck. And yeah. then you got some guys like I like Chip Roy. I want to think Chip Roy's a good I, dude. Yeah, I like him too. Um, but... I really do. But like Chip Roy keeps 
falling for these traps. He was talking this yep. weekend, like, we're going to cut the power of the purse with these guys. And mm. I'm like, just like you did with the speakers race, just like yeah. you did with the debt ceiling. How many times, and I think legitimately Chip Roy is a good guy and wants to do the right thing. But at some point, he's got to realize these other folks are not your friends. And the they're just, they're not going to do what we as voters want them to do. The bottom line is, stop peeing on my leg and tell me it's oh. raining. Just waiting there. there. It's huh? August. Yeah, he's there. Uh, do you, we got that Minnesota internet going on again, maybe. Yeah. What, for me? No, I can hear you fine. It's okay. always like 10 after 12. <laughs> the Chinese <laughs> wagon well, goes by. No, no, no. I, the bottom line is uh, uh, the people in D.C. just keep telling us and talking, telling us what they're going to do and, you know, like suggestion suggesting it but they won't do it it's a weak it's a weak ploy and it's wearing out i it. mean it's august of 2023 when are you guys going to do something <laughs> when's the hearing with with fauci wait what about all the murders from big pharma what about the fentanyl? <laughs> it's not funny but all this look he shouldn't even he shouldn't even have been able to take the oath in 2020 it's August of 2023, and y'all haven't really done anything Not yet. Not a damn thing. <laughs> Except took out Jason's internet. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, that Minnesota Mafia boy, they, 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 they're really doing it to him up there. But look, while he is, while he's getting um, set... Let's talk about Dana Bash. Watch this. The judge rejected your request for three more days to consider the special counsel's proposed rules for how to handle evidence. The proposed protective order that would let Trump use some sensitive information, but not take that information with him. Will you agree to that? Well, first of all, this protective order that's being suggested by the Biden administration is an effort to keep from the press important non-sensitive information that the Biden administration has that may speak to This isn't by the Biden administration. This is by the President special Trump. independent counsel. And, and no, no, here for this reason, no. The independent counsel, it's not independent, it's special counsel, has to get the approval of Merrick Garland in order to go forward. Joe Biden said in November 2022 that he wanted to see President Trump prosecuted and taken out of this okay, race. There's so no, the Biden I'm just going to stop you because no there's no evidence but the that bottom line is, Joe no, no, Biden I'm, is involved in this. And I, you're no. right, it's a special... Come on, stop pretending, Dana. There's not the freaking special prosecutor is the Biden administration. Jeez. Don't all these people pretending people. I can't deal with these people. Doesn't everybody in the DOJ report to Joe Biden? Of course. Yes. 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 They wouldn't have a job agency. They wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for the Biden administration. So it yes, it yes, it's under the Biden administration, Dana. It's it. It, I mean, for, for for you to even interrupt them, say, well, you know, wait, hold on, hold on. Look, that's that's what CNN used to do with Barack Obama all the time. He used to interrupt people, try to correct them, try to change the narrative right there. But now you're trying to do that for Joe, and I really understand because Joe's going, Joe ship is tanking. <laughs> Joe ship is tanking. Now, 
yes, we yeah, we know your your ratings were tanking before. If you want to jump on that ship, if you want to jump off the other um uh, uh, tanking ship to Joe's tanking ship, do it. But do I'll it. give you a, I'll give you a suggestion. You better go subscribe to Joe Rogan's podcast because he's getting more viewers than you. Right. You know, I mean, this guy, he's st- Joe Rogan is the perfect example of people waking up. He was I a don't know if he's woke yet. He not, might not be all the way, yeah. but he's saying stuff that should put Fauci in prison right now. Right. And he said stuff about Biden in the last month that I'd never heard anybody say. I mean, of his, you know, has that many people watching him. Yeah, and he still thinks Michelle Obama is going to be president, though. So he, do I. Well, no, he thinks she's going to be president. No, I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He thinks that. I don't think uh, that. He thinks that she is going think, to replace Joe Biden. I don't think she's he, gone yet. He thinks she's going to replace Joe and then beat um, Trump in the uh, general, he said. I mean, he said, I, he hope, said, I hope America's not that far drunk. I would say if, <laughs> if Michael Obama runs, man, it there is a good chance. I just don't see her. I I, I don't, I don't see, see him doing it, but. Yeah, I mean, what is she? Come on now. Malik said his brother's gay. Huh? Malik Obama. Well, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, did you see that that book came out? There were notes in there where evidently (laughs) in college he wrote to his girlfriend, like, I fantasize about, yeah. Isn't it funny that that really hasn't gone anywhere, too? Yeah. I mean, I I saw it. I saw it really, and I was going to do a story. I was like, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) You know know what would be funny if, if, if Mike Obama was up on stage? Mm-hmm. And somebody just randomly rushed the stage and pulled her dress down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be over. It would be all right. We were wrong, or we were right. Oh lord! Right. Well, let's have an answer right here. Yeah. By we're now, we're not condoning no. that behavior, but if no, it no, happened, no, no. we would no, uh, no. certainly love to. By see now, it. it's gone though. By, I, you know, I don't know, man. Not when she was on Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. Look, Dana, Dana part two. Whether he can prove that, that's going to happen in the okay, trial. Let's, I'm just let's, saying what's in the indictment. Yeah, but let's... Right, and let me take the first thing, the, the question about electors, okay? Alter, alternate electors are used in every four-year cycles, okay? The Senate parliamentarian acknowledged to Vice President Pence that they always receive protest alternate electors. None of those electors uh, were, were counted. Vice President Pence was completely aware of the of the nature of the They of weren't the protest, counted because Mike Pence rejected the right this scheme. That's why they weren't Absolutely. counted. Absolutely, and that's how that's how the of course, and that's how the political process works. But there was no defrauding. No, there was no uh, trickery. There was no deceit. Because, because, if, Don, everybody because knew if Mike Pence had said the yes, open. then so that's no, exactly what would have happened. It's not even a news network. Activists. Hello, activist hosts or activist anchors have done in this country more than you right. will ever know. If there's one thing I want to see before I leave this earth is them be held accountable. Yes. Specifically yeah. people like her. Yes. I agree. With I you. want to see them perp walked and then I'll go meet my maker. Yeah, I agree with you right there. I do. Well, we've do. talked about it before on here. I mean, the press is the enemy of the people. We trust 
the news reporters. That's why freedom of the press and, and First Amendment has been such an integral part of the United States is that like they're just out there on TV lying about what the Constitution says. They turn and, it against their country. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, Americans can go read it. You know, alternate electors are a thing. If you want to nitpick how they were going to use them or whatnot, like like Mike Pence could have sent the electors back to those states. You know, Hawaii used an alternate slate of electors in the 70s or 60s. I mean, this is not like high treason like they're reporting it. It's it's crazy. Well, I was thinking about this question and, well, um, I was going to ask you on this question. Uh, when you're on your job, not this job, your regular job. Does First Amendment count when you're on your job? Yeah, I mean, it, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that, like the the, the business, like you for instance, saying, I, I work for the military. There were certain things that I couldn't say. But the First Amendment should give me the right to say it. Though, right? But there's when you accept that, when you take that oath, and you accept that mantle. Okay, so okay, so for businesses, you almost give up your First Amendment right. No, or for, for for because, okay, you might give up your right to work there. If you're if you work in the private sector, I mean, yeah. I worked in the private sector for a long time. Can uh, you there, say what you want? Uh, you cannot. Um, you can't. It it becomes this weird spot where the law goes like i can't wear a trump hat yeah. uh because it's a political thing and they wouldn't like trump um now there are certain things they can and can't do so let's say your dress code says you can wear a hat and somebody wears a biden hat i can wear a trump hat if they wouldn't let me wear a trump hat then the first amendment kicks in but as a general guideline you have to follow whatever rules the company says. It's a term of your employment. So you can say whatever you want. You can't be held criminally liable or anything like that. But they can also choose to fire you over what you say. I'll give you an example. Back when we first started, we were somewhere and we were, I was still currently in the military. Yeah. I mean, and, and we had a politician up there. There's a thing called the Hatch Act that they discombobulate every time they talk about it. But I knew what it was because I was a podcaster and I had to be careful. And when we, we were at these events, we had a politician down there and he started talking. I can talk about politics. The only thing I can't talk about, I can't, I can't promote a politician with money. Right. So the guy started talking about his campaign website and I got up and took my headphones off and walked yeah. away. And when he was done, I came back because I'm not allowed to do that. You know, so That's the same thing in um, American Legion too. I mean, you can you can talk politics, but you can't bring up what American Legion unit that you're from and what right. you know. You can't do that. Well, I'll give you a real world example. You know, we one of the projects I'm working on is with some content creators, and one of my partners on that, he was a principal of a school in Minnesota. And he had been writing on a conservative website, a blog. He's I've shared it on here. Some of the deep dives he didn't like Epstein Island and the Biden's mm -hmm. connection with that and whatnot. And he had a Twitter page that was getting reach. 
and he was tweeting about things going on in the school or just kind of conservative value stuff. It wasn't even like really wild. And all of a sudden his phone rings and like it was his picture on the page. And they're like, hey, what's this we're seeing on Twitter? And he got the drift. Mm. He stopped sharing it. He changed his profile picture. Now he left the school district and now he's come out from behind the camera. And that just happened in the last like 30 days. But uh, but like Todd lived at real world. And I work for a big corporation based out of Minnesota that has a red logo. Uh, draw your own conclusions. And they they very much restrict what you could or couldn't say, especially if you were in a leadership capacity. You know, Nashawn brings up a big point, and he's right. He's spot on right. These rules only apply to us. Right. They don't. They do not apply to the left. I remember walking into a VA hospital, total federal place, political, you know, whatever. There's the guy at the front door wearing a freaking T-shirt with a big, giant picture of Obama on it. Mm-hmm. I went to my daughter's school when Obama was president, her guidance counselor. I walk in the guidance counselor's office, and you know how they have the portraits of the presidents in there well they had them but they had an obama one too and it was 10 times bigger than all the other ones mm-hmm. it was like the whole wall it's like it didn't matter during that administration everything changed well if again if there's one thing about the the on the democrats they like to be the first to do certain things they like to be out there in front uh what we were the first to do this. We were the first to do that. And even though they stole the, um, the civil rights movement and the um, 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 the women's suffrage uh, movement from the Republicans, they like to be the first to do this and that. Um, I have I have one more uh, Dana Bash that I want y'all to hear. Y'all like this one. Tell me. Asking the Arizona speaker to interfere with ascertaining Arizona's asking, electors. The Justice asking, Department. To asking conduct- a speech. But any, but any alleging is speech, but any alleged, any alleged, almost all alleged criminal activity has to do with using words and a speech. And that's, that's, listen, you don't, you, you, this is obviously the defense that you're going to use. And it will be fascinating to see how it works out in a court of law. What a man. She's so rude. You know, her saying, um, if you really listen to what she just said, that's basically how the Democrats have been talking over the last couple of weeks. They want to be the 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 leaders and, and, and right. They want to tell you what the speech is. If you go against that speech, you have created. Are you you are now engaged in a criminal act? And that's basically what they're saying. They were like, "Well, uh, um, speech is part of the crime." Yeah. Speech is not part of the crime. The act, the, the crime is the action committed to taking the crime. That's the crime. Uh, me saying I'm going to slap the hell out of you, that's not a crime. Correct. I haven't did anything to you. I can say that from across the room. Keep on messing with me. I'm going to slap shit out. And they, and they already Whoa. have laws. They already have laws about that. It's called terroristic threats. You know? Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to go there. Um, I think that's a first. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, and 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 in my head, I was like, "Don't swear, don't swear." There we go. Um, but you know, look, you keep on messing with me and my family. It's going to be me. Donald Trump over the weekend 
say, you keep on coming after me, I'm coming after you. These people act like that he has a whole mob mob group behind that he's going to be putting out hits. He's letting you know once he gets in office, he's going to come after y'all the same way that y'all are coming after him. That's well, and that's a fascinating one because he the judge asked his side to respond by five o'clock today. They're talking about yeah. remanding him for custody for for truthing that out, and yeah. and it's fascinating because he literally said, "If you come after me, I'm coming after you." That's all he said. That's all he said. He didn't that's direct he it said. to anybody in particular. Nope. But nope. so so that's a threat. So that's saying, saying, I'm going to come back at you with the same force you come at me is a threat. And listen, how stupid, to take. listen how stupid these people are. If Donald Trump loses this, there will be precedent to eliminate the First Amendment for you dummies, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big, big, big deal. It doesn't get much bigger than that. Right. And you you people are saying, oh, you know, you say whatever you want on your private time. No, no. Free speech is free speech. That's what I always thought. Now, for me, I've always said, okay, yeah, you can say whatever you want. There are, there are consequences to Absolutely. saying Absolutely. Right. But you can say whatever you want. But that's what I've noticed over the past 10, 9, 10 years, even though I've been in there for 12 years. I've been noticing nine, 9 to 10 years. People are now basically trying to just squash the consequence. And, oh, of you can say not. whatever you want. The whole constitution. Look what they do with guns. They're talking about putting a thousand percent tax on AR-15s. I mean, that's backdoor uh, gun control. Yeah, that's some of this stuff. When did we, as a people, just lose all common sense? (laughs) Nineteen years ago. (laughs) I mean, you you look at like all the Biden crime stuff, and like a five-year-old can look at this and go, "There's clearly something screwed up here." You know, I mean, he's guilty. I mean, like, seriously, why is the DOJ not investigating? Why are they making all these special deals with Hunter Biden? Why are they saying they're not going to prosecute him? Why can't we see the bank records for all these LLCs? I like, like, seriously, your government's corrupt, folks. Wake up. And we still, we keep pretending that we live in a free country. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. And, and, you know, when those politicians get up there and they lie to the American people, they're trying to take your rights. They've taken rights. Right. They've taken rights. We need to get the rights back. That's what you need to say. Instead of, if we don't act, uh, uh, you need to be angry. Which we and the answer is the Republicans. The answer is the Republicans. John Cornyn and Pat Toomey introduced legislation in the Senate for gun control. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> because, you know why? Because they know that their ratings and their poll numbers would go up. That, uh, uh, uh I saw something that uh, McCarthy um, had the best approval numbers of a speaker or a Republican speaker in a long time. I'm like, something's wrong. Something's wrong if that's the case. Yeah, they've something done nothing. Nothing. They've, nothing. They, they have done some hearings. They got some great sound clips. And they, and they, and they pat themselves on the back for those, Jay. Right. We have done everything, and 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 I knew that they were going to do that. Uh, um, um, McCarthy held a press conference. He came out there and said, "We did what we said that we were going to do. Yeah. We have done. We passed this. We did that. We did that." I'm like, 
you passed nothing. You know what they did? They did pass something. Two years in a row, the Defense Department got over $800 billion. Two years in a row, $800 billion. And they can't do anything right. Right. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, we've previewed it here on the show, but when is it? End of September, October? They've that's when October 1st. Yeah, that, that's when they got to get the budgets done. So well, yeah, we're, we're gonna learn yeah. we're gonna learn a lot more of these next. I mean, they're on vacation for another five weeks and Look for a false flag and an omnibus. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the omnibus is coming. Believe that. Because it's one, or the other. it's one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm like I said, I don't know, but you just throw it, everything in that. That's yeah. goulash. That's um, that's jambalaya. Basically, you just throw anything in that thing. And it's and like, money laundering. Yeah, that's right. all it is. That, that's all. Oh, and the Kennedy Center, they'll probably get their five hundred million dollar um, stipend for it's whatever. They start do. putting the Pelosi buildings up in California. I'm starting to believe they got the printing press in the basement of the Kennedy Center for some reason. I don't, I don't know. Thirty-two point five trillion, folks. <laughs> and by by the time the next presidential election, I mean initially they were saying thirty-three, thirty-four trillion. We might hit like thirty-five, thirty-six trillion. Think of that. Well, it'll be rubles. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden and his administration is trying to bankrupt the U.S. corporation. And the Republicans are riding along with it quietly. Yep, quietly. And and, and look, go, <laughs> it, it, any one of us, you got to do is a gunpoint. They're going with popcorn and 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 you um, know soda pop sitting on the back of a haystack. You want to? I heard something today that got. I got to say, Adam Kinzinger came out and said that the Democrat Party is now the pro-military party. He did. Yeah. He's probably right. Well, he is. The dem- the, right. the military has gone Democrat. Yep. Well, now, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I don't want no part of it. I don't either. But don't here's the thing. You don't see those Democrat voters. You don't see them, you know, you get the young red rednecks. I don't know what they're doing. They're, they're, they're useful idiots. Right. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but you vote. Look, look at everything that's going on around you. You yeah. people voted for this. You're yeah. my loser of the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, winner. Uh, no, you know, you know what? Honestly, honestly, we'll do that on Friday. We'll do that on Friday. Uh, we broadcast on Red Voice Media Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from twelve to one thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Give me your last thoughts, Jason. Hey, uh, one thing: if you haven't seen it, uh, women's soccer team they <laughs> lost. Megan Rapitone. <laughs> Like, played terrible. Look <laughs> at how they perform. That's what happens when you put equity over performance. Yeah. Indeed. I'll tell you, the armed forces of Ukraine lost another 2,040 men over the weekend. The Russian Ministry of Defense claimed bringing the casualties since the start of the Ukrainian counteroffensive to an estimated 45,000. 55% of Americans now oppose additional spending on Ukraine, CNN reported. And I'll just add, CNN probably begrudgingly reported that. Oh, yeah. Well, well, there there was um, there was a headline out there that said that Ukraine Air Force was massively defeating 
the Russian Air Force. That's totally false. Their last was, airfield got hit last night. Yeah, I was like, that that don't even look right. That that now that don't even sound right. But it was in we're, there in black and white. We're still in the spring offensive and they picked up a football field. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta go. Red Voice Media coming up next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.